Dr. Teresa Burris has been named Assistant Vice President of Community Engagement and Economic Development at Emory & Henry College. Her appointment signals the college's intent to strengthen its historic commitment to Southwest Virginia through partnerships that lead to better outcomes for the people of the region. Burris is the former director of Appalachian Studies and the Appalachian Regional and Rural Studies Center at Radford University. A 2021 Fulbright Scholar, she has taught Appalachian literature at Transylvania University in Romania, where she also has conducted extensive cross-cultural research. She joins me in the studio today to talk about her experiences and the role of higher education in regional development. Welcome to the show, Teresa. Thank you, Dirk. I'm glad to be here talking with you. It's exciting to have you at Emory Henry College in your new role, and I want to get to a discussion about your plans in your new role for economic and community development at Emory Henry College and in this community. But first, I want to understand from your perspective why you think it is important for colleges and universities in this region to be more engaged in economic development here. I think it's a um, multi-response answer, and part of it is the universities and colleges, whether it's two or four year, are in the community. Um, And so I think that there is um, an obligation to serve the communities in which they reside. And I love what President Wells says when we don't want to be just in the community, we want to be of the community, which I think is a a distinct difference, just that simple prepositional change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Because colleges and, and universities have resources in the form of students, faculty, staff, administrators who can draw on their talents and passions and interest to collaborate with community and community members, more importantly, to serve those communities, um, to, to work towards healthy, thriving communities. And in our case, where my heart is, and this is why I'm so excited to be with Emory and Henry, is looking at central and southern central Appalachia, according to the ARC definition Mm -hmm. of that region. Yeah, and you mentioned President Wells. That's President John Wells, the president of Emory & Henry College, who has made it part of his leadership platform to really pursue economic development at Emory & Henry College. The idea, though, that colleges would get engaged in economic development is in many ways novel, I think. I think colleges have traditionally thought that they contributed to the economy by simply educating students and creating more talented people to give back to their communities and to their economies. But perhaps, especially in Southwest Virginia, that may not be enough. And why is that? Well, I think a lot of it is because of um, historical reasons and how our economies have, have existed over a century now and the need to diversify those economies. And I think that universities and colleges are great incubators to encourage entrepreneurial 
enterprises, not only encourage among their students, but also community members and leveraging resources to aid those folks, um, along with the SBDCs, Small Business Development Centers, and other organizations. I mean, there's there's enough work to go around that p- where people are not stepping on toes. They're complementing one another mm-hmm. and working collaboratively. And that's, that is one of my big um, MOs as how mm-hmm. I operate mm-hmm. um, is collaboration and bridge building. And I thrive on that. It seems to me, though, that economic development, particularly as it's perhaps exercised through entrepreneurship education at colleges and universities, does go a long way to making sure that the young people that we educate in this region stay in this region. Is that another reason why we need to focus on economic development here? It's not... Is that so we can have students contributing to that economy in real ways and also that we can create the kind of economy that can perhaps keep students here? Exactly. I mean, that that is a mission, I think, that the, the that President Wells has is because we the demographics show that our region is an aging population. And we're we, here again, historically, we have lost young people. Mm-hmm. What how can colleges and universities work to retain those students, not only in their institutions, but in the region writ large? And that requires a host of um, partners from K-12 educators and administrators to um, broadband, you know, infrastructure, Offerings in terms of cultural and outdoor, which we are so fortunate to have mm-hmm. both of those um, to our benefit. So it's, a, I think, and I also, as an interdisciplinary scholar, it is critical that we look at these issues holistically, including physical and mental health. Um, we know how the opioid epidemic has ravaged our region because of ill um, intentions from certain pharmaceutical companies. You know, what are we doing to support people in recovery? How are we making their lives um, stronger with their desire to Mm -hmm. to reenter in a healthy way? How how can we help with educating employers? breaking down some of the barriers that exist historically again. Um, Yeah, it's a holistic approach. I'm talking today with Dr. Teresa Burris. She is the newly appointed Vice President of Community Engagement and Economic Development at Emory Henry College. Teresa, I want to switch now to talking about Emory Henry specifically and what it can do perhaps in the short term and the long term to affect more positive outcomes in the community and in the economy of this region. What do you think are Emory Henry's particular strengths as it relates to doing more in the area of economic development? The history of the college, um, it's been in existence since 1836. It is a known entity. There has been a long mission of serving community and the region. And I think that President Wells is just building on that and enhancing the mission that exists. And I think the the talent of the faculty and the staff 
the creativity that they possess and how they're cultivating that and nurturing it in their students. I look at the new um, Carragher, uh, mm-hmm. the business building. Carragher Hall, yes. Carragher Hall. Home for the School of Business at Emory County. Exactly. And, and um, Emmett Tracy, who is the dean of the College of Business, he has got great ideas supporting entrepreneurial work. I think Emory and Henry is poised to make, continue making positive contributions to the region. There is, of course, a lot of concern at institutions like Emory and Henry whenever it a liberal arts college goes into the area of economic development or more directly into the area of workforce development, as it were, that they are getting away from this liberal arts mission. How do you reconcile that? How do you speak to Emory and Henry's continued commitment to the liberal arts while it is engaging in these more hands-on approaches to education that can serve an economy? I was a philosophy major undergrad and an English minor. I have an, a master's in English. <laughs> You're I, the poster child for the liberal arts. <laughs> I, I am the poster child for the liberal arts and strong humanities background. And uh, because of my literary theory background, I very much ascribe to deconstruction that it is not an either or. Anytime you're presented with a, uh, a binary, you need to be suspect. Mm-hmm. I approach it from a both and that you can have both the liberal arts and contrib- contribute to economic development. Mm-hmm. I think there will be a lot of people watching to see how this institution works that. Emory and Henry has done a lot lately to sort of work against the the forces that are affecting small colleges negatively. And I'm wondering if you think that the college is well poised because of that to do more to serve its communities. Yes, and I think that a, a lot of that is attributed to, to President Wells. Um, he comes from a, a liberal arts background, mm-hmm. um, and um, I think that and, and the leadership team recognizes that, the health sciences. I mean, I look at what um, Dean Lisa Withers is doing with collaborating um, the arts and sciences with the health sciences. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we need. And here again, it provides, I, I love that term, holistic um, approach. Students, no matter what field you're in, no matter what career choice, you need to know how to communicate both in written and oral form, you need to know how to think critically and creatively. I'm a big proponent of the arts. Um, I was just at an art opening on campus last night, Mm -hmm. uh, Lori Verbo, which the the auditorium was packed, which warmed She's a visual artist whose work is being displayed in the McLaughlin Center Art Gallery. Yes, and the students were engaged. They asked her great questions. so, I, yeah, I, I think that um, all of these programs support entrepreneurial enterprises. Um, I, I think about the arts themselves and, and going back to Appalachian traditions of arts and crafts. What exists there in terms of possibilities of, of perpetuating those traditions, um, 
I want to go to a break, Teresa, but when I come back, I want to talk a little bit about the liberal arts in leadership training and the liberal arts in problem solving and to see where we can go with that conversation as it relates to the work of community engagement and economic development. I am talking today with Dr. Teresa Burris. She is the newly appointed vice president of community engagement and economic development at Emory & Henry College. And you are listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. And I am your host, Dirk Moore. And you are listening to WEHC 90.7 and WISC 90.5, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Incorporated can help make business dreams a reality with small business loans, helping businesses start or expand with personalized support. To apply or for more information, peopleinc.net or call together to get there. We are today talking to Dr. Teresa Burris. She is the Vice President of Community Engagement and Economic Development at Emory & Henry College. She is new to the administration here, and we are been, have been talking about colleges and universities in the area of economic development and what they can contribute, and most more specifically about what Emory & Henry College can do and hopes to do. Teresa, let's talk a little bit about the idea of the liberal arts, like as we were before the break, and but in terms of its ability to educate leaders and leaders who not only have strong liberal arts backgrounds and who know about critical thinking, but leaders who can also solve problems and help add more to the work of economic development through a broader perspective that is focused on the work of problem solving. What perspective do you have on all that? Well, I think that the liberal arts education broadens students' understanding of problems. Problems don't exist in isolation. They're, they don't exist in one discipline. Mm -hmm. they, they bleed out into, and challenges, problems and challenges bleed across multiple disciplines. And a liberal arts background prepare students to look at challenges through a strengths-based approach, but in multiple, through multiple lenses. And I think that is vital um, because then that does open up more creative thinking and problem solving while collaborating. And here again, the big piece for me is that community members have to be involved in this process. It's their community. They know the, the challenges, and as I said before, they often know the solutions. It's just about resources. Mm -hmm. And and I think, too, the, the, the liberal arts um, create um, a student who is humble, because you do need to go into this work with humility, that I don't know all the answers. 
I, I am here to listen and to learn and then think about what tools I have and that I've been educated with to, to apply in these situations in collaboration with community. It's funny that you mentioned humble because small liberal arts colleges in America and are gen- in rural areas in America tend to bring in some of the students who come from the humblest of backgrounds. And yet they are called upon to, to obtain an education that can elevate them to some leadership and to real problem solving. The irony is that a lot of these small colleges and universities, these small private liberal arts colleges in these rural areas are dying out. They're closing. And that is sad because they are perhaps, should they survive, the real engines for leading success in those regions that desperately need that success. Emory Henry, however, is a thriving liberal arts college in a rural area. And I'm wondering, as we talk more about perhaps your role at Emory Henry, if you're excited by that very prospect, that here we are in an area, a region of some need, of great need, and we are an institution of liberal arts that is thriving and is poised to address that need because of who we are. Very much so. I mean, that, that is why I was so excited to join Emory & Henry, because I saw the, the opportunities. I'm very, much, I'm, I'm very much influenced by my father, um, who was so committed to community. And he taught my brother and me the importance of giving back. We, we were very fortunate. Um, what obligation do you have to the community, especially this is where I'm from. You know, I was born and raised in southwest Virginia, northeast Tennessee. My sense of service is even stronger because my roots are here. And I, I think Emory and Henry, here again, is poised to thrive because it is contributing to the community and the region. And that, it also requires sometimes some uncomfortable growth for folks. If To remain stagnant is not healthy. Mm-hmm. We need humans institutions need to be dynamic, responding to change. We don't live in a world that is stagnant. Um, How are we, without losing our our core, and here again, I'm a Mm both-and person, um, holding on to the, the strength and the importance of the liberal arts while create, re, re, um, imagining who we are as we continue into the 21st century. It's interesting that you mention your ties to this community, which I think will serve you well in your new role, but at the same time, you're very much an internationalist. You're a Fulbright scholar who has done research in Eastern Europe, has traveled extensively doing research, and I'm wondering how you expect to sort of blend that experience into your work in economic development and community engagement? My research, when I was on my Fulbright, uh, was focused on the Romanian coal mining region of the Jew Valley. 
And I'm also co-advising a doctoral student at Transylvania University in Brasov, Romania. And she and I conducted interviews in Romania with folks in the coal mining area, as well as folks in central Appalachia in the coal mining areas. And we are looking at how these regions are reinventing themselves. They're honoring the rich, important history that exists in both places. The the coal miners and auxiliary workers who literally have given their lives to the respective countries' well-being, but yet moving forward to think about what these communities can look like 20 years from now, even 10 years from now. Um, And so there are lessons to be learned between central Appalachia. I mean, most people are, are amazed especially the parallels between central Appalachia and a post-communist country like Romania. Um, But what I see, and I did just return three weeks ago from Eastern and Central Europe, and what I continue to witness is is how we can collaborate, um, sharing best practices, um, sharing ideas, Thinking about how can we bring each other across the ocean to to sit down and discuss what possibilities might exist to unite our regions, I just think that there are grand possibilities. I I was fortunate to sit beside on my flight from Istanbul to Skopje, Macedonia, from Istanbul, Turkey to Skopje, Macedonia, a Bulgarian who is involved in the EU working on climate change issues. That is, look at the flooding that occurred in eastern Kentucky last year. Look at the wildfires in Canada and Hawaii. These are issues that have to be addressed on a global level. And I think that Appalachia can serve as an example to others in our country of how we collaborate. It's at this point, I should mention that you were the director of Appalachian Studies at Radford University when you were there, which is where you were before you came to Emory Henry College. For 26 years. Yes. <laughs> it's interesting that you're talking about this international perspective. Emory Henry has it seems to me, hired uh, a lot of people with international perspectives and experience. You mentioned Dr. Emmett Tracy with the School of Business. He has taught and administered internationally, and he has professors working in that school who uh, have international connections. Is there a possibility that this can build to something far more helpful to Appalachia than we realize because we do in talking about college resources have those now that can really make those connections? Yes, I think that there is rich possibility um, that has not been explored, and it's just a matter of tapping into those resources, the the faculty um, connections. Um, I mean, that's what I'm excited about is thinking about how how I'm I'm going back to Romania in October so, and going to I'm going to sign a um, Erasmus plus agreement between 
Transylvania University and Emory and Henry to get to facilitate faculty and student exchanges. What other faculty on our campus have those connections that we can cultivate to create more opportunities for faculty and students, Mm -hmm. and even together? Well, one thing that I want to mention is that in addition to the role that you will have as the Vice President of Community Engagement and Economic Development is that you will also be heading up the Women's Center at Emory & Henry College. How does that blend into this role of economic development? Well, let me say that... um, Dr. Amy Sorensen is the director of the Women and Gender Center, and she and I have very um, simpatico um, ideas and research interests, and supporting women-owned, minority-owned. She's also the director of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging. There's so much synergy that exists there already, and... I see us here again taking a, a multidisciplinary approach to the the women's and women's and gender center. How do we facilitate entrepreneurial enterprises among the members of of that center, mm-hmm. the, the students and the staff and the faculty? What else in, about that center is important to Appalachia though, beyond economic development? What do you? F- find most exciting about being engaged with that? With the Women and Gender Center? Yeah. I think the opportunity, and this is this is tapping into my Appalachian scholarship. I, I'm a, a feminist scholar, scholar and eco-feminist and all that, um, but historically we have lived in a region, this is a region, that has been very patriarchal for a variety of reasons. And I think it is necessary to support our female students, our female staff and faculty in leadership, in dreaming what they, what they want to do for their careers or to further their careers. There, we, I think it is going to serve, I know, it's going to serve a very important um, part of the mission of this institution. That, Dr. Teresa Burris, is all the time I have for this discussion, but it has been very exciting to listen to you and to know that you are joining the faculty and the administrative staff at Emory and Henry College, and it is a great honor to talk to you today, so thank you for this discussion. Thank you, Dirk. I'm always glad to talk with you. You have been listening to a discussion with Dr. Teresa Burris. She is the new Vice President of Community Engagement and Economic Development at Emory & Henry College. We've been talking about what that means to Emory & Henry's involvement in community engagement and economic development going forward. And we've been also learning more about Dr. Teresa Burris and her past and what she hopes to contribute to the college in her new role. You are also listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. And I am your host, Dirk Moore, and you have been listening to WEHC 90.7 and WISE 90.5, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Thank you for listening.